Hey, what's up, everybody? Hope you guys are having a great day. It's your boy Simprovise. Hey, I just want to give a massive thank you and appreciation uh, to uh, the Astro Gaming series of headphones. Uh, if you want the best true-to-life uh, sound, go out and get you some Astro headsets. They are the best. Like, I'm not just saying that. I use my A50s. They are the bomb. They also have um, some A10s or A20s, sorry, coming out. And they're wireless as well. Um, go out and get you some. They're at uh, JB Hi-Fi's, PB Tech, everywhere you can get them. Um, I just want to say a massive thank you. And also to the Patreons, people that are supporting me via Patreon. You can go and see me over at patreon.com forward slash the ProVice Project. Let's go! Yo, on today's episode, we have Joseph Parker. If you don't know who Joseph Parker is, what the heck are you doing? Joseph Parker is a former WBO, WBC, one of those WBs, I don't know. Uh, he's a, a, a world heavyweight boxer, uh, straight out of Mangere. We talk about everything that we uh, that the hood is about. Um, but I hope you guys enjoy. I hope you guys enjoy this new uh, intro. And uh, I will see you guys at the end of the episode. Also, just be aware, um, the bros... Um, phone ran out of battery so um yeah it's it's not as uh clean as it i wish it was but um i know you guys are gonna enjoy it all right bro how are you brother i'm good i'm good i had a, I had a good day um very productive day what is a day what does and, a day for you look like uh wake up in the morning uh work on my core because i'm still trying to get this i have said i've been talking about for a long time and then i'll uh, hit the gym uh have a few meetings um, and then home and the help of the kids and then train again tonight. So it's uh, a lot of the days taken up with the training. Yeah, because I mean, like, bro, like beforehand, you weren't really, I mean, well, you didn't know if there was going to be a fight, but you still keep yourself going? I still keep myself in shape. I was training uh, two times a day. Well, trying to. Sometimes uh, you go off track and you know, feel a bit tired. But yeah, I was, I was keeping in shape. And now that we have something locked in, we have under nine weeks to go before the big fight so now it's going to be a lot more focused and a lot more tapered to camp yeah and and like uh, in terms of like preparing for junior like uh how is it different from any other thing that you've uh, do you change stuff up or you go straight into it the only difference is this is the first uh, time i've had camp here in new zealand you know i've oh. had most of my camps in vegas where i train and have sparring partners and and live um in vegas but now it's you know we're here in new zealand I'm training here. I got, you know, I got a gym here, and it's gonna, it's gonna, it's a whole new setup. Whereas, you know, in Vegas, we've got the gym two minutes from the road, uh, from the house. You know, massage therapist, neuromuscular specialist, physios. Whereas here, now I have to look for these people, and it's good. It's a challenge. It's good, bro. And like you found, found you find new people, like some other, yeah. the people you're like, man, yeah. I didn't even know this person existed here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I reached out and found a lot of people who are actually willing to jump on board and help with this fight. So I'm pretty, pretty blessed to. Uh, you know, to have people who support and who want to help and who want to get on board. Bro, like, um, it's pretty cool, bro, that you've got, because like, your last few fights were over in the States, and then uh, you're coming back here first time. But you've already fought, you fought Ruiz in, um, at Spark? Fought Ruiz at Spark. It's the, first, it's the only time I fought at Spark, 2016, December, when I was able to win the world title. And Yo. so, you know, I've, I've fought in Spark before once, and uh, be, I'm excited to fight there again. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a venue where you can have a, a good amount of people there good crowd all right let's let's rewind it back a little bit brother okay you were a goody good in the uh, you were a goody good at school g how did you turn from a goody good they used to hang out in um 
Miss Cox's uh, room five uh, and just chill out, you know, during lunchtimes, not muck around. How did you turn from that dude into this bad MF that just knocks people out, G? Wow. Should we get a shout out for Miss Cox to start first? Who? Mrs. Mrs. Cox. Miss Cox? Yeah, Cox from um, Pepitori East. Pepitori North. Oh, North. (laughs) I don't know, G. They're all the same to me, brother. Bring well. (laughs) Nah, and listen, boxing is one of those sports where my dad was named after a fighter back yep. in the day. Loved the sport, so he introduced me at a very young age. Probably, I reckon the first um, memory I have of boxing was three years old, you know, holding up his hand, Yo. letting me punch his hand, and then sort of saying, you know, to all the uncles and aunties, this is going to be a champion. This boy's going to be a champion in the future, and everyone laughed at you because it's, you know, three-year-old, four-year-old, and you're telling everyone he's going to be a champion. How do you know that he's going to be a champion? Yeah. And so that's all. That's where it all started, you know, uh, just because my name was, dad was named after Jack Dempsey. His name is Dempsey and introduced me to sport. And I, I love the sport, have a passion for it. And uh, the rest is pretty much history. Oh, man, that's cool. It's, a, it's that self-belief, eh? Like, when someone believes in you that much, like, growing up, you have to, there's no other choice, bro. Like, you can't not believe in yourself, you know? There's always other sports and there's always, you know, as an academic. So I did all right in school and I got a scholarship up to school, studied construction. But uh, everything always went back to boxing, you know. And when you have, like you say, when you have the belief from your parents, especially your dad, and then, you know, he gives you the opportunity to believe in yourself. And then, you know, it's, uh, it's onwards from there. Bro, did, um, because you, you talked about other sports, bro. Any other sports you played? I played rugby. And, you know, I reckon the only reason why they picked me to go in the rugby team is because I was fit. Very fit. Oh, sh- I heard yeah, the only. Uh, I, I heard the only reason they kick you out is because you ran into the fullback G and cut yourself. <laughs> you heard wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but did that happen G? I heard that you had to get major stitches G because you ran straight into uh, into oh what's his name? Siani. Uh, uh, Siani. Be honest, I have. How do you know all this stuff? I have no idea. But you do have an idea G because you had to get some stitches, my bro. I did. So I cut, and then after that, I got a big cut under my chin. And then the principal, he was like, uh, you know, he said, come off, come off, tape my head like this. And he said, run back on. So I was running, I was like running around with like blood everywhere. But you're right, I, I had someone's, how do you know this stuff? You are a man that's... You're Joseph you know, Parker, bro. Come on. There's ways and there's ways. Yeah. So like what? Did you just, but it was the fullback. You ran into your own fullback. I ran into my own because I was trying to collect the ball. <laughs> and he was trying to collect the ball. And we both collected the ball on each other. Yeah. All right. Is that was that your last game for uh, um, uh for the school, G? No, no. I just got to sew it up and then <laughs> played the next week. All right, that's funny, G. That's funny. I don't know, bro. Did you like, play rugby? Wait, did you play rugby? Bro, look at me, G. Look at these traps, G. Look at this. Um. Where? Oh, it's it's green screened out at the moment, bro. <laughs> I, I can't I can't do it. But these traps, bro. These traps are nah. Actually, I've never played a game of rugby in my life, bro. <laughs> Basketball. Basketball. Basketball, that's me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but straight up though, like how do bro, like, how did you do that? Did you you where were you playing? Like you're playing number eight, right? How did you run into the fullback? I was running playing number six, and as I told you, my fitness was so good that I was running after the ball everywhere it went. So the ball went there and I didn't give the fullback his own chance to get the ball. I ran back to get it and you know Right <laughs> out of it. And then like um Right, tell me about the golden bus, bro. You're on the golden bus, right? I was on the golden bus, uh, yeah, the one that dropped us all off, you know, the ones that, you know, lived in Mangri and Pepitoi and mm-hmm. um, uh, this area. Because our school is, you know, where Mount Rush School is, around that area. Yeah, because it's pretty far from where you're staying. Like, Marcelin's is, is a long way away. It was. 
at the time. You can't like walk there. Yo, I reckon if you walk, you have to walk. You start at five a.m. You probably <laughs> you can probably run there, bro. You're the fittest on the rugby team, G. You could have ran there. Did you see our gold bus? Yeah, no, no. I just know about the gold bus, bro. Bro, that was the famous gold bus. And then after we finished school, they retired. Oh, real? Yeah, I haven't. You know, which I had more FM on the side. I think my yeah. sponsored by a radio station. It was it was a good bus though. Okay, and then like yeah, bro. So like. The, were you training like every day after school and stuff? Were you like hearty into it or not? Nah? Oh, yeah, I was hard out into oh. into boxing training. I was training. You know, there was a period in my, uh, you know, in the, when I was at school where I sort of stopped boxing and just focused on rugby and other stuff. But, you know, most of the time I was finishing school, going to the gym, training. I went to work with my dad at Fletcher Steel, which was Pacific Steel at the time, oh. and did part-time work. So it was pretty full on. And, um, you know, it kept me busy doing good things. Do you see uh, a lot of, I don't know, in boxing, but in other kind of like sports when like parents kind of like are force feeding their kids to be the best and stuff, but like, not like that's what happened with you, but have you, have you seen that? Does that happen with boxing? Oh yeah. Listen, your, your, your parents want you or your dad, most, most boxers, your dad wants you to be the best and he does, you know, he's doing everything he can to make you the best fighter there is, you know, it's taking you to train, waking up at 5am, feeding you, the proper food, you know, getting the right trainers, getting sparring partners. But I've seen in other sports as well where the parents, I want you to be the best rugby player. I want you to be the best netball player. If you're a boy playing netball, it doesn't matter. But you know what I mean? Uh, I've seen some, I watched this, man, I watched this, uh, like, documentary. And this uh, this dad was, like, feeding his kids, like, steroids and creatine and stuff. Oh, uh, bro, that's too far, gee. Really? Bro, really? And he was, like, bro, a basketball you, player. You, Bro, you're watching some messed up stuff, man. Bro, That's... don't get me started about messed up stuff, G. Because I got some more. I got some more stuff on you, my G. Nah. Oh, <laughs> oh bro, what happened when those kids st- uh, threw the stones at the Golden Bus, G? Bro, <laughs> bro, that was really? me, G. Plot twist, that was me, G. And you couldn't nah. catch me. <laughs> nah. nah, bro, did you go? Really? Did you straight up give it? Give it? Yo, it was me. G. No, I, what? I, I, what I do you want to do about it? it? <laughs> you wait until I see you next time I'm front fight your face. <laughs> what these traps, see? These traps are just <laughs> No, I remember some kids threw the um rocks and then it, it smashed the windows. Then I said the bus driver open up, so I chased some guy and I, I forgot, you know, I, did, I couldn't catch him. I was you remember I'm a lock, brother. I'm Bro, you just told us that you written down every ball, G. How could you not catch probably Because this guy had two hundred meter head start like he was already gone. No excuses, no excuses, Joe. You get that guy. Yeah. Was he wearing a James Cook uh, jersey, G? Because that might have uh, it might have been me. <laughs> was it you? Nah, nah, it wasn't. Bro, come on, uh, bro. Maybe it was. Maybe it wasn't. Are, nah. Are you, are you are you that student that just goes and causes trouble? But then, but then, but then, bro, point, let's not go there, G. Let's not talk you, about if trouble. If it was you, I would have caught you. <laughs> bro, get out of here, G. You see these traps, bro? These traps on my. You should see the calves, bro. As you saw, <laughs> bro, I would have just cuss, 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 cuss. I would have been gone. But it wasn't, where was it? Around uh, Onihanga? No, it was Pepitoli. Oh, see? There you go, bro. Classic. Classic. It's the hood. The Uh, hood. Yo. Do you feel proud from being from the hood, my bro? You know what? I'm proud because a lot of the times they get a lot of the bad rap. You know, um, people start walking with the bad rap most of the time. You know, it's uh, be careful when you get there. You know, there's, you know, kids running around, scary people, this and that. But in saying that, I'm very. Very proud that I grew up there, and you know, obviously there's been a lot of successful people that have come from South Auckland, you know. Yeah, so even Mangere, bro. Like, because you, you're from you're from Mangere, right? Or you're yeah, Pep- yeah, yeah, yeah. East. 
Bro, like on the East Pepitoy Quarter. Bro, like Mark Hunt, David Tua. Um, bro, who else we got from Mangadi? Scott Dixon. No, he's not. He's from no. You know he's not from there. He's from Manilewa. You know because yeah, we had a conversation. That's, that's, is there no South Auckland? Nah, I was talking about Mangadis, just specifically nah, Mangadis. Are you trying to split us up? <laughs> yes, I am, bro. Yes, that's what exactly what I'm trying to do. That's exactly what yeah. I'm trying to do, G. There's a lot. There's a lot of people that come from there, and ah. there's there will be plenty more that come from South Auckland. Ruben Wiki, you know, yeah, that's another one. Yeah, you know, from from Mangadi, bro. Mangadis, Manuatuvai. Keep naming him. There's a lot. But is he really from? Is, is he really from Mangere, bro? I'm pretty sure he's from Odahuji. Right, he parents live up the road from me. Oh, what's up? I'm saying South Auckland. Nah. Auckland. No, you said Mangere. Just the norms is from Mangere. Do you? He's a he's a comedian, bro. We're getting it, brother. We're getting it. <laughs> bro, like you started talking around like uh, making problems at uh, school, bro, and you st- and you pointed the finger at me, G. Like, I, like, oh, were you the guy that did the... That's that's disrespectful, first and foremost. I, I didn't point. I went, are you? Oh, you you, you put it out this way. You yeah. put the upwards point. But, like, bro, tell me about A4, G. A4, my tutor class. Yeah, I heard you had a fight with the old bro, Solomon, G. Scrapped them. Bro, I haven't heard that name in a long time. Solomon uh, Vaimonga. Vi- I don't know where you're getting all this info from, but bro, I'm, I'm the co- I'm the CIA. G, that's why I got all that shit. Nah, bro, I heard that you fellas had a scrap, scrap nah, that. That don't lie, don't lie. I heard that you guys were f- just, and then all of a sudden someone got someone got too serious. I'm not gonna say who, but <laughs> you're causing a bit of trouble, here, bro. <laughs> bro, we've actually got uh, we've actually got Solomon on the line, bro. He wants to talk to you. Hey Solomon. <laughs> no, 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 he's, yeah. he's not G, I'm only joking. But now, nah, bro, is this is this the kind of uh kind of shenanigans you get up to, G? <laughs> you know, one thing my parents said to me was don't fight in school, which I didn't fight in school. If there was a if, if people The homeroom's in the school, G, you If people called it a fight, it must have been just some like a, a little sort of verbal altercation. But in in terms of, of throwing fists and fighting and punching each other, I don't think that was uh, in the picture. Oh, okay. Bro, Mr. Singh would say otherwise, though, G. <laughs> bro, throwing all these names. <laughs> <laughs> bro, what do you remember about your, your your high school years, bro? You know, like, was there a time where you just turned it around, G, and you were like, yo, I'm just going to just get straight yeah. and narrow, G. <laughs> you know, <laughs> after this. Good, I was a good student. I was a good student. I, and uh, the only thing that I, I think uh, I must, I felt like in school, I was I was trying to be a cool dude and tell jokes and, have a laugh but in saying that i did do my work and i i got a scholarship after school so i think i was pretty good i think i was okay i wasn't a prefect or anything because i was a bit naughty in the you know not naughty bad but just naughty funny yeah did you do uh what was your what was some of your favorite subjects bro well i liked uh art i really i really liked wow. art i liked uh you know pe what else did i i liked uh any any class that i can go sort of uh spend with my missus <laughs> <laughs> this guy at the time your missus at the time you mean you know nah, we, we've been oh no it's all boys 12, school 12 years now man oh shit did bro. you go to all boys school nah isn't nah muscling's all boys isn't it when I when I first met you I was like he dates a guy and on that one oh man. bro I've told you multiple times G that I James Cook to the to the core bruv the blue and yellow I was isn't the that, is that in Evandale it's money deal with my bro. Oh, sorry, sorry. 
I don't know if we should continue this this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bro. Um, but nah, bro. Like, yeah, you, like a lot of people have told me you're a very good student, bro. You know? Oh, I think I was. I think I was very respectful and you know just went along my business, studied hard and you know prayed hard and all of the above and all of the under. I've got a couple of other like notes around muscle and for you, G. Like a lot of people said that Miss Topless went, was was very easy on you, G. Ah, she's she, a geography she, teacher, right? She was a great. She was a great teacher, and she she said that a lot of people said, "Bro, you were the like oh, teacher's pet, G. Like you get really? on." Yeah, I know a lot of people did, bro. Oh, My sources. Listen, I'm not sure who your sources are, right? But I'll, whoever it is, please tell me because I want to talk to them and, and sort of get to know. <laughs> Uh, these are great memories that I haven't heard for a long time. Oh, that's good, bro. Bro, did you play? Uh, what was the go-to uh, in the schoolyard? Do you at uh, in, in in at your primary school? Well, primary school. Yo, oh, handball. Oh, you can't oh, play handball. rugby on the. Yeah. Yeah, handball. What about the rugby? gutter balls, G? Or gutter ball? Yeah. Are you any good? Or marbles? Have you ever played with marbles? Yo, did you play uh, flicks with the cards, bro? The X Men cards. Coins, there's all this is the kids in primary school, right? They're so creative and they can you know, make games up of anything. No, bro. Bro, this is, this is a good conversation so far, man. Oh, mate, I, you're very, you're very interesting. Oh, bro, bro, you can talk. Look at you. You're the most interesting guy here. Oh. You know, I'm just, I'm just a little South Auckland hood rat, my bro. Right, so you reckon, let's be honest, G, we broke the ice. Do you reckon Junior Fire's ready for this, bro? Do you think it's like maybe it's a little bit too too early, too soon for him, or you reckon it's all good? What do you think? I personally think that he has a great chance because, you know, if a fighter that, you know, really wants it, of course he's going to be switched on and, and be at his best when the fight time comes. For me, personally, I back myself against anyone. You have I don't to, right? Who it is. Oh, you have to, right? And I back myself, and I know what I can do in the ring, and... I think it's going to be a good fight because there's a lot of people who think he's going to win. A lot of people think I'm going to win. So when you have that, you know, a lot of people are sort of questioning who's the best heavyweight in New Zealand and who's going to win. Who do you reckon's the best heavyweight of all time from New Zealand, bro? David Tua. Yeah. I think David Tua, bro, the, the, the time that he fought, he fought like, bro, all those guys that he fought, like, for example, Lennox, uh, Ruffman, you know, and he beat four, four guys that went on to become world champions, right? And he never, he was never world champion. I think three or four guys he beat. You know, John Ruiz, he knocked down the first round. He became world champion later on. Do you have you ever like like when's it? What when was your first experience seeing David Tua like face to face and met him? <clears throat> what was that like? The, I think it was at the um, ABA. You know, I had a fight night and I was I think I was, I went to weigh in and fight, but there was no opponent for me, so uh, I got to meet him and I was I was sweating. I was like starstruck and I was like, oh my gosh, I get to meet my my hero. So took photos of him and I was showing off to all my friends. Oh god, I met David Tua. And he gave me he gave me some good advice. He was a man. Hey, uh first time I met David Tua, bro. Um okay. I was like it was I was helping out at Christmas, bro. It was like this uh for like people that were homeless and stuff like that, and just helping out, like feeding and, and just hanging and hanging around. And he was there, bro. He spent the whole day, bro, just helping and talking. And I was like, this guy is, you know, a lot of people don't give him that credit, you know? No, but they only give him the credit for the boxing, but he does a lot of things in the community. Yeah. And he's helped a lot of people out. So he's a, he's a great role model for New Zealanders and Samoans. Yeah. What about like combat athlete, bro? What do you reckon is, do you reckon it's David Tour is the best to come out of New Zealand? 
I think so. Yeah. I think, well, there, I mean, we got Mark Hunt, who's achieved a lot. Yep. We have Ray Sifor, who's also, was he from New Zealand? He was yep. from New Zealand. Yeah. No, more lives in the States now. We have a lot of fighters from from New Zealand, you know, that's done really good. Jimmy Thunder was one of them. Oh, shout out to Jimmy, J- Jimmy um, Thunder as well. Israel Adesanya is another one. Hey, Adesanya is another But we've got heaps, you know, and uh, the City Kickboxing Gym is one of those gyms who've done tremendous on the, on the world stage for the UFC. So there's a lot of New Zealand talent mm. in the fighting game. So, um, bro, like, it, it, it's crazy. What, what do you think that, like, especially uh, Pacific Island Samoans, like, bro, they always got the toughest dudes. And not, like, one of those tough, like, scraps in the car park ones. Like, that's too. But, I mean, like, when it gets yeah. to, like, the top level, gee, like, everyone's, like, you you, you got to respect the Samoans and the Tongans and, like, all the Pacific Island nations, right? I reckon it's just um, drive, right? Drive and coming from humble families and, you know, goals and, you know, that's what you want to achieve in life, so... I think that's what's that's what's all of those. Everyone has different drives, yeah. you know, and different reasons why they do it. But ultimately, the goal is to be the best and to represent. So, talking about like uh, preparing and and everything like that, bro. Like um, in Las Ve- in Las Vegas, bro. Let's walk through like if if COVID didn't happen and you had what what, what yeah. is a what is like a fight camp like from you being home to there? What does it kind of look like? So you get prepared. How does it how does yeah, it all you, work to you? You leave, you leave New Zealand, you leave your family behind and you go to Vegas and you stay in a, in a house of another family. And then everything you do is pretty much train, eat and sleep, you know, six six days a week. And the Sunday is your rest day. You get a massage and physio and this and that. But during the week, it's like a lot of running, boxing work, strength and conditioning, pool work. And it's just, you know, and uh, it's train in the morning, rest, train in the afternoon, rest, train in the evening, rest. And they always have those naps in between. How many rounds are you going like? Through the camp, uh, sparring rounds. So yeah. the, I think the last camp, our last camp, I did a lot of rounds of sparring. I think I did 120 rounds of sparring. Fuck. And one thing you have to sort of adjust in camp is whether you're putting too much training in camp and you become tired to fight, or if you're not training hard enough. So there's still, even at this level, um, I'm still trying to adjust. You know, if it's too much or not enough. <laughs> How long did it take for you to understand that that middle area, that that Goldilocks area, not too mm-hmm. hard, not too soft? Still trying to understand it now. That's, that's the thing about boxing, you know. Sometimes you get it right, sometimes you don't get it right, and then you just have to sort of figure out which one's the best, which one was the best fight, and what's the best program for you. And, and then I think, like, you're, I mean, getting older, your body changes, right? Oh, yeah. You know, you're not, you're not able to train. You know, you get more injuries. You know, you have kids, so you can't really, you know, rest as good. That's why you go into camp away from the family so you can train, eat, and sleep, and just focus on, uh, you know, getting into the best shape you can be in. Mm. Because I think... As, as you are, as you're well aware, I'm sure you've done... Have done any camps before? Or? Yeah, bro. Like, I camped out one time to get some Jordans outside of uh, Hot Locker. Yeah. Um, See, and you, you were the early bird there, right? I was, bro. But I didn't get a size 10, bro. I had to get, like, a size 11. But I still got them, G. And... That's uh, right. You I just, just double up. You're from Manaroo. You socks. double up on the socks. Yeah, yeah. Do you know that? Right, actually, like you, you put a little bit of put a little bit of newspaper in the front of it, bro, just to keep it up, so people don't see that there's a gap between your toes, and you're sweet. That's a bit uncomfortable. Maybe you roll up another socket, or you know, just a little flannel. Or, I don't know, something that. Look at this, bro. Yeah, you got all the all the tips, bro. You know. <laughs> uh, um, bro, like um, because I'm really interested to see this fight, bro. Because I know that you guys had two um <clears throat> amateur fights. Oh, sorry, four amateur fights, right? In two two. Two-two. Yep. So, what's the difference between, uh, for for those that don't know, the the amateur fights and the professional fights? 
Uh, amateurs, you know, it's three rounds, three minutes. And so, and, and back then, obviously, I didn't have the, 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 the proper guidance that I have now, and probably he didn't have the same. So we, you know, we had two wins each. I think as professionals, though, it's a lot different. Mm. You know, in a professional game, it's 12 rounds, you know, and you go in there and you take your time. Not like three rounds, three minutes, you're trying to throw everything you have. Whereas 12, 12 rounds, you have to be patient, pick your shots, throw hard ones, ones that are meaningful. So it's a lot different. Yeah. And I mean, like, you guys were really young. Like, when when's, was the last matchup that you guys had? I reckon we're about uh, 21, 20 years old. Yeah, 21. man. Things change, eh? Like, a lot of people oh, yeah. are kind of putting a lot of emphasis on that. Oh, it's 2-2 two, two in the amateurs, blah, blah, blah. But I, I, I don't think that counts anymore. Oh, listen, it's, it was a long time ago. And if, if, uh, if people are putting emphasis on it, then, you know, it just creates yeah. more interest. And uh, if he's got confidence from that last outing in the amateurs, then that's good. It gives him confidence coming into this fight. Yeah, you're right, bro. But oh, man, it's it's so buzzy to like think. And I think the the thing that wins the like out of this fight is South Auckland, bro. There's two South Auckland bro. athletes, bro. Mean. Two South Auckland athletes ranked in the top ten in the world, right? Headlining a card in Auckland, right? It, it's uh, I think we're gonna give a lot of um inspiration to young kids or young talent or athletes or people, you know. Who just want to achieve big things, you know? Just if we can do it, they can do it, and it's uh, it's good to do it in New Zealand. Yeah, for home crowd. And and like to be on that stage because there's no no other fights going on apart from the UFC. There's like nothing going on. There there are a few fights in overseas in the UK and in the US, but they're all behind closed doors. Yeah. Whereas in New Zealand, we're very fortunate that we've gone to level one. Hopefully, it remains that way until the end of the year that we can have a massive crowd, sort of you know every ethnicity be there to support two Yo. two fighters. Um, if you could run it back with one person, bro, to have another scrap with, who would it be, G? Billy White. Yeah. What do you feel? What do you feel? Because I've heard this in multiple times, bro. You're like, that's the guy that I, I, I think. Why? Why? What? What do you think went wrong in the first one? Um, I, I think the first one. If you watch the fight, I don't know if you've seen the fight, but if we, we when you watch the fight, the first few rounds I was dominating, and then when you hit but me, it changed the, the whole fight. I'm that's not saying, right. I'm not saying that's the reason why, because I don't want to make excuses. Yeah. But it, it did play a, a, a part in um, the way that I sort of fought onwards from there. So if I guess if we have another fight and there's no hitbots, I know I can knock him out. I was so close to knocking him out in the first two rounds. I, I knew I caught him, but I didn't want to rush it. So. Listen, I've been trying to call him out. He's been doing great. You know, he's gone on and won, won a lot of fights and then he obviously lost the last one. But if he wants to run it back, I, I said to him, I'm always keen. I'm ready. Let's do it. Bro, he was talking mad spicy after that match too, G. Straight up. I, I read some stuff today. I was like, man, this guy, like, and to be honest, like, you get hit butted in the face. Like, you got to act a little bit differently. But, like, then you kind of, like, own it and then don't be all, like... Oh yeah, he's trash. <laughs> like I was like, fuck this guy. That's... Did he say about me? Yeah. Yeah. He didn't call you I trash, know, but, but he called you something else. He calls me whatever he says, you know, in the public. But then again, we're friends. Like we talk on phone and text, whatever. But um, you know, if you I said if he's keen, I'll, I'll keen to do it again. Bro, you ever reckon you're gonna tr- fight that Chisora dude? Chisora. I want to fight him. But yeah. I had a spider bite which caused a lot of pain and anguish. And I, I wish I didn't get bitten, but if I have the opportunity to fight him, I'll fight him. I know I can beat him. You know, he's a good fighter. He's been around a long time, but I know I can beat him. Yeah, I just, like, he just rubs me the wrong way, G, when he, like, talks, and I'm like, bro, right, Jay's going to knock you out, G. That's <laughs> what I said. Bro, where did you get the spider bite from? Was it in New Zealand? I went to camp in Vegas, trained for three weeks, fit, sparred t- eight, eight to ten rounds in the first, second week, and then third third week, my body just sort of uh, 
just went downhill. Oh. And then I was sweating at night, sweat and cold and hot and just couldn't sleep. And then so the doctor in Lagos said I was a spider bite from New Zealand. And then uh, it took me time. My body just, uh, my body didn't heal until later on, like a few months later. You know what it'd be mean, bro? If like, you know, it was a radioactive spider, G? Bro, you, I know you knew that I was going to go there. The only, the only, the only, the downfall of that spider bite was that it didn't give me any, you know, I got no superpowers or no, you know what I mean? I'm just normal, so. No, maybe, you're, you're not normal. Maybe it might kick in later, who knows, but. It might, might be some kind of like thing will trigger it, bro. Like, you know how the Hulk is? When he gets yeah. angry, he turns green. Maybe something needs to happen, bro. Maybe yeah, you need maybe. to have a good pie, bro. Oh, bro. Nothing beats a good pie. <laughs> bro, did you get angry when he called you the pie king, G? When old Graham Norton? No. See, that's the thing. I mean, you take a lot of people may, may get angry at that, but because uh, he was actually right that I love pies. And I, I, and I was public about it. I, I do love a good pie. And yeah. uh, we, we actually created shirts that said before the dress pie, pie king. There we go, bro. But you know what? You know what I, I reckon might actually help you too, bro? Is some eagle powers, G, from the eagles, G. You know, I'll, I'll tell you this. I was just about to say that. Yeah, bro. Summon those eagle powers. Even. It that. has no nutrients. Dude, <laughs> 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 my man, my, my man Unga in the chat uh, hit me up with that one, bro. All right. um, Yo, if anybody's got questions in the chat, you got to highlight it. It's just so... The bro knows. Um, yeah, bro. So, like, I'm really interested to see eh, how this goes and how everything's going to work with this fight. I hope a lot of people come out, bro. I hope that it's uh, it's it's it sells out. Um, bro, I've got a question, bro. Um, have you heard, have you ever heard of the guy called uh, Beastmos? No, no, I haven't. So, so Beastmos is one of my friends, bro, and uh, he got in a lot of trouble for your fight, G. Right. Oh, he's the guy that live-streamed your fight, bro? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's him, bro. And, like, um, he was talking about Spicy G. Like, and, you know, he called himself the um, the Robin Hood, bro. Of No. <laughs> he, he was actually very apologetic. One time he said he, 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 uh, he knocked into you, bro, and, 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 and you guys had a conversation. But he said, I don't think that he knew that I was Beast Mode. So I just thought I'd throw it out there. <laughs> he got in a lot of trouble for that. Dean Lonergan... Pulled him out, G. Did he? Right. They were, they were going to scrap it. Oh, wow. Charity That's... boxing. Yeah. They it's... should do that. They should. Bro, who do you want to see uh, charity box, bro? Who do you reckon I could... Look at these traps, G. Oh, you know, who do I reckon? I reckon? Did you see that movement, by the way, Cus? I reckon you and my Norman. Oh. Nah, I was thinking more like David, David Seymour or someone like that, G, so I can win. <laughs> <laughs> bro, how are you related to Judith Collins, G? My uh, my uncle, my uncle uh, David Wong Chong is married married to her. Wow, they're together, yeah. Bro, I saw that and I was like, this has to be a publicity stunt. This has no, to no, be. <laughs> they were being to their house and you know, hey, uncle and auntie, how's it going? Have a feed, catch up. Yeah. Oh. All right, bro. We're gonna well, play this. Oh no, it is, bro. And then um, you know, and she's from Papakura. Oh, she's a Papakura literate. And you know who else is from Papakura? Junior Fa. Yeah, yeah, I heard he's from there too. He went to Papakura High School, bro. He's, he, yeah. I've heard some stories going on and growing up. Anyway, bro, we're going to play, we're going to play a game, G. This is called One House, bro. Okay? All right. So it's like one and then how and then tss. So I'm going to put some people on the screen, my brother. And then you're going to tell me, because you've got, you've got confidence, my bro. 
how exactly you would beat this person, bro. You yeah. know, there's a couple of bounces. Oh, there's a, oh, not bounces. A couple of boxes in there. A couple of a couple of uh, a throw at left and rights. But you got to be like you're training me, bro. How I can win this fight. All right. So you need to be right. honest, bro. Can't be can't be. Oh, you got to be straight up the guts. All right. Here we go. All right. So let me just full screen this up. There's there it is. One house, brother. One All right. House. All right. How would you beat, bro, Jake the Mask G? Bro. Body shots? Body shots and you tackle him. Oh, is this boxing or? Bro, whatever you want it to you be, my brother. You tackle UFC style, you jump on top and you just, you know, you stop ground and pound. Boom, boom, yep. boom. Okay, that's the wrong answer, bro. You can't beat Jake the Mask, bro. Because he's, he's not... <laughs> He's not real, G. He's just nah, nah, nah. You reckon, bro? I reckon, I reckon, bro. He's got some speed, G. You know, he's got some. You know, he's yeah, he's out there. But, but listen, if you can't reach what he's trying to get, you know, it's boom, true. Oh, it's true. Um, bro, you got to look out for the stools as well, brother. You it know, his, his stool game is on. When you have your stool first, gotta get know. in there, bro. You gotta get that, bro. Have you seen, bro? I've seen some videos, bro. Of these dudes like doing like. Using stools for like martial arts and shit. I reckon he's like Jackie Chan with that stool, brother. Is he? Well, I'm guessing, bro. Old Uncle Tim. Or Jake the Musk. All right. Out of how, how many rounds do you reckon if it's a straight boxing? How many rounds do you reckon he could go, bro, against you? I reckon one. It's half a round, G. Half. Not even yeah, that? I'll tie him out straight away. Straight up. All right. Next one, bro. Here we go. Lennox Lewis, brother. Let's get into it. How do you think Prime Len Lennox Lewis? You both are big dudes, bro. How, how do you reckon that's going down, G? You try your best to land an overhand right like Ruckman did. Yeah? You, you know, that's the... Don't you try and watch those he's already beaten them. Just try and get an idea of how to beat them. Okay. Well, wouldn't he... He would look at that too, though. He'd look at that and he'll go, okay, I've got to start looking at the overhand right. I've got to, I've got to protect this. Don't you think? Yeah, he'll look at it too, but if you're faster and quicker and stronger, but, but maybe you're not because he is a he is a beast. <laughs> yeah, he was yo, he was a bad motherfucker, bro. Like, um well how many how many rounds do you reckon you could go with the with the bro? I reckon oh I don't know. I reckon I go full twelve. Oosh. Here we go, bro. Let's get a time machine. Let's do it. All right, major pain, brother. Yeah. I know this dude is has got a special place in your heart there, Joe. I know you. I know for a fact that you're a big Major Pain fan, bro. Is this a truth? Is this true? Yeah. Do you remember when he spoke to the guy that couldn't hear? Yeah, and he goes, "Yeah, of course I do." And what did he say? He goes, "He goes, uh, he goes bro, are you deaf?" Uh, and then the, then the guy goes, "He actually is deaf, sir." And then what does he say back, bro? Wait, put me on the spot. This is your interview. I'll kick your in your. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right, y'all. He goes, in your, Toby, Toby, bro, what's the best way to get, I mean, bro, Bam Bam Bigelow came out of nowhere at, at that place, remember, when the boys, like, they were like, hey, let's, uh, let's hire someone to give him a scrap, and got smoked, gee, how would you beat Major Pain, brother? Oh, you take the head off, right? Yep. You just, and you punch out his gold tooth. That's it. That's it. It's so simple. I don't know, bro. Don't he, had that, he had that cut for grass, that, that shit. You know what I'm saying? Pull it off, punch, don't overthink it, let it happen. Bro, oh, fuck. 
Whatever, bro. I, if I, I, I've seen Major Pain multiple times, bro, and I know for a fact he's always. Remember that bit where he grabbed that finger, bro, and he was just like, "I'll make you feel good," and then he did that. Oh, there's so many good lines on this, eh? Oh, it's, it's, it's a great movie. Yeah. Let's watch it again. Right, let's do it. We should do it on here. All right, next one. Goro, bro, from Mortal Kombat. He's got four arms, G. What are you going to do, you know? Machete. Machete. Oh, bro, get out of here with this machete. Slice, slice, go <laughs> Get out of here with this machete. Bro, slice, slice. It looked like playing cricket with the with the, uh, with the tall oh. black or the, the black sticks, brother, oh. or whatever they're called. Oh, nah, but hell, nah, you can't. What if you don't have a machine, bro? One out, just these. Bro, you just sneak on behind him, right? And yeah. Just choke him out. Choke him out. Okay, well, okay. You just choke him out. Bro, did you ever play Mortal Kombat, bro? Yeah. Street Fighter, G? Which one? Out every of those game, two? Every game. Uh, ooh. I don't know your gamer, bro. Oh, I used to back in the day when I was about 14, bro. Yeah. Bro, you remember Johnny Cage used to do your splits and then just bang in the balls? Is that what he did? Did he cut a punch or something? He does that one, but he, did, he used to do, and then on a movie, bro, he did that one. He did the splits, and then he went, boom! And then the Goro was like, whoa. <laughs> oh, jeez. You got a good memory. I do, bro. How are you going to beat this dude, bro? Pressure. Yeah? Pressure him down, chase him down, throw punches, combinations. Catch him. What do you reckon, like, compared to, like, I don't want to say what went wrong, because, like, nothing really went wrong. But it was a good fight to watch, bro. Like it was, it was a, it was a chess match. But what do you think if you could run it back, bro? What, what pressure? Anything else that you'd you'd run, bro? Take throw punches, put on the pressure, take more risks, and uh, catch him. Bro, stay without being caught. Yeah, yeah. But you, you, you're telling me that you went into this match and you weren't even like you, you weren't in shape, G. Yeah, I went into the fight into camp 120. Three or four kgs because I had elbow surgery, didn't care about training, whatever. Then I trained for this particular fight and focused on losing weight instead of, you know, focusing on skills, techniques, and all that. So I started, well, I didn't really have a good start, but if I did have a better start, I reckon I'd be fitter, stronger, yeah. more confident, all of that. And I mean, you matured a little bit more, right? Because that was a big stage, yeah. bro. It was a huge stage. Yeah, it was good. 80,000 people it was good. It was, it was a nice, uh, Good venue, good crowd, good family support there. It was yeah. good. It was a good event. Um, bro, yeah. If he said the old, bro, were you, what was your reactions when he uh, Ruiz beat him the first time, bro? Oh, I was surprised. Yo, did you beat yeah, Ruiz? I, was, I beat Ruiz, but I was definitely surprised how he finished him. Yo, but again, Ruiz is a tough, tough guy. Do you reckon? Because he said that he got knocked out in sparring. G. Did he? Oh, but the room is he? Or I don't know, but like, would that affect, bro? Like, I know nobody's gonna knock you out inspiring, G. But if someone gets knocked out inspiring in the camp, bro, like I don't know, a week later, how much effect would that have? Uh, yeah. I have you been? Was, wait, wait, I'll, I'll refrain that question. Have you been knocked out inspiring before? Never. Okay, thought so. Yeah. Hey, before we continue, I got five percent. In case it just flicks off. Oh, sorry. Okay, we got you, bro. All right, next one, bro. Ramses, how are you gonna breathe, Ramses? You know he's number one, right? His muscles right. are number one. His traps are number one. Eagle powers. Eagle powers, Stephen. I believe in science. Rice, you, eat the, you eat the egg, right? And you, and you remember when you jumped off, you fired, but that's not. But then anyways, you jump off, and then you jump in the water, and eagle powers go out. Eagle powers, Stephen. Bro, like, um, is this the greatest upset 
of uh, wrestling history, bro. That's, I reckon it is. Oh, I think so too, bro. When he just jumps off, and, what? and then. Bro, I reckon this is Jack Black's best movie ever, bro. One of the best. I don't think... It was one of the best movies ever. Yeah, I don't think, like, he's done a couple of really good ones, but I don't think this comes anywhere close, bro. Yeah, I reckon this will be one of my favorite ones from him. Yeah. Okay, let's move on to the next one. Next one up is... Goku-G. Ooh. I know. He's hard to beat when he's Super Saiyan or Super Saiyan 3, but... Damn. Vegeta, eh? Vegeta or... Yeah, Batman. you reckon? Right. Do you reckon anyone could beat Goku G? Let's be honest. Piccolo. Oh, well, that wasn't the first one, right? And then, like, bro, they just go and get... I think that's the bullshit, G. They just go and get, like, hearty, like, Dragon Balls and wish them back once, you know? <laughs> bro, it's not cool, G. I heard, hey, is this true, bro? You can draw Goku like a champ, G. I used to be able to draw him. I heard, bro. But- Hey, bro, you've been hearing so many stories, bro. Well, I, you know, I got to do my research, bro. You know, but was go, was that yeah. the go-to? Destroying the old hair yeah. first, hair first, the face, head first, and then copy the body. Then you got to do the eyebrows, Everything. you know, your, and then yeah, bro, far out. Poisonous food, people reckon. Next one, the Terminator, bro. You reckon you can beat the Terminator? I'll beat any of them. Oh, Easy. Okay. I don't know, bro. I don't know about this one. Oh, he's a cybernetic organism, bro. I don't know if you can... He's... How, do you? How? Yo, and that's where, uh... That's where it all ended. <laughs> um, hopefully, one day we can get, um... Joey back on. But he was... He was the man. Hey, um... I just want to make sure that you guys know that... Uh... Supporting and helping the podcast grow is really easy. It's, uh... $2.50 American. So it's $2.50. Uh, 88 so it ends up being around five bucks a month uh, it helps me grow uh, on patreon so if you go over to patreon.com forward slash the provised project it helps me out heaps like i know that um you know for you guys just listening it's easy but uh it's a lot of time and effort for you guys so i just want to say mr thank you to everybody that's um contributed but um we've got a lot more growing to go so i hope you guys can be there as well um i will see you guys on the next episode we are putting out episodes monday wednesday and friday we're also doing um little tidbit episodes that you guys can um keep up keep up with uh what's going on in the world all right man Have a great day and I'll see you guys on the next episode. eh? See you guys.